You're listening to the smartest guys in marketing, the best show on the planet for client businesses to learn about traffic, funnels, sales, conversions, and marketing coolness. Chris and Taylor are the founders of Traffic and Funnels, a digital marketing consultancy helping you get paid clients from cold traffic daily. Now, here are your hosts, Chris and Taylor. What's up, everybody? Welcome to Smartest Guys in Marketing with your hosts, T-Money and C-Nanny. What's up, C-Nanny? What up, what up, what up? Over here living the good life. Over here living the good life. If you know what that means, buy the memos. Trafficandfunnels.com slash memos. Oh, man. Oh, gosh. Today Today we're talking about the power of poor. The power of poor. Man, can you tell I'm a copywriter? Dude, I mean, the words that, but the words that flow out of my body are just next level. It's the energy. Dude, it's the energy. My body what has does that mean the power of poor. Like Dude. you should go live in like a cardboard box. Well, that's where we start. Gain like uh, that is where I found you. And I don't know like if you were actually poor or if you were practicing the power of being poor. <laughs> Practicing. No, dude. The, I've been thinking about this a lot because we have clients doing, I mean, we, we had a guy, um, I was talking, the, the, the person that this came from was a client that came in about six months ago and he was struggling with stuff and he's doing, he did 320 grand last month in revenue uh, from working together. And he said that he feels poor. <laughs> and I was like, dude, welcome to the club. Because a lot of times when you, the more money you make and the more you learn to think the right way, uh, we get this a lot, man, where people just like Sebastian the other day was like, I feel poor every day. Did you see that comment? Mm-hmm. And so the power of poor, I think that there are two types of philosophies when it comes to this. And one philosophy is like, hey, I, I compare myself and don't think, don't be so immature to think that you don't compare yourself. All right. Just thinking that, Thinking yeah. that something's morally wrong doesn't make it like irrelevant in that you don't do it. You're comparing yourself every day. You cannot help it because that's societal. We have to. But anyways, we can talk about that in a little bit. Chris got a big smile on his face like, oh, shoot. Anyways, there's one type of person that will compare themselves backwards. And the other type of person compares themselves forwards. And uh, what you compare yourself to, the perspective that you use to stack yourself up impacts how you feel about yourself. And there's very empowering advantages and disadvantages to both. So I thought we would just wrap about this for a sec. This is how we have become explosive. This is how we've grown so fast is because we are primarily comparing ourselves against what is possible. We're not comparing ourselves to the 2014 versions of ourselves, but that creates a lot of tension sometimes in that we don't about how we feel. And so we can rap about that for a little bit and people probably Dude, have remember when we were doing like 20 or 30 grand a month. Dude, like the goal, the ultimate goal of life was to do a hundred thousand dollars in a month. And we were like, we will have made it like private jets. Like we're going to own islands. Yeah. And then we, we like, that was like our emotional goal, obviously our financial goal. We thought like we would be fulfilled. Ultimately we hit that. We yeah. got there. We were like, it was almost like a letdown. Well, we celebrated for one night. I took my wife to Red Lobster because we could afford it. 
And uh, yeah, like three three baskets of those biscuits. Oh yeah, three baskets of the biscuits. And I was like, Ba-ching! paid it in an Amex. Didn't even look at the bill. It was like sixty bucks. And I was like, nobody can stop me. And then the <laughs> next day, I have another. It was a mistake to feel like hundred k was the destination because the next day, I think that dude, that we had our it was our biggest month ever, followed by our lowest month ever. Because the next day, both of us were demotivated. Like, what was the yeah. point of that? You know. So how do you deal with that? Yeah, so a lot of different things. In fact, we were talking with uh, A-Man, A-Money A-Man about this yesterday. About, dude, who are you comparing yourself to? And so here's the thing. when If you're not feeling a little bit poor, probably like most of your life, then you're missing out on a lot of torque, a lot of drive. Mm. Because you've actually l- learned to become content at a level that is underneath yeah. your potential. And I don't define, and I don't think you do either, I don't define success anymore as a dollar figure. When we first started, we defined it as 100K a month. But yeah. then what happened is we had to set it at 200K a month, and then we had to set it at 400, and then we had to set it at 800. And it's like, at a, at a certain point, that's exhausting. Yeah. And we've learned to rewire our definition of success to potential. What's possible? And am I closing the gap between my potential and today? And when you do this correctly, it actually will create a bit of insufficiency. It's going to make you feel a little bit insufficient. It's going to make you feel a little bit poor. And the reason for that is I'm, I'm now comparing myself to friends of mine who do $3 million a month. And 800 a month is just not good enough. Right. And so I don't feel happy with my performance because there's such a big gap between my potential. I can hear people being like, well, this is a recipe for unhappiness. But isn't the point of, of life, the strain against resistance. And without that, everything in your life atrophies. Yep. In fact, if you just sit on a bed and don't use your muscles for three months, you begin to atrophy and you waste away. And everything in your life is actually designed for a bit of push against resistance. And what happens if you're too much like, oh, well, 2014, I didn't make any money and now I'm balling. Now, then you have this contentment that produces atrophy. Yep. Yeah, I think it's like you can compare it to this, whether it's, you know, you use somebody else or you use your future self. I think you should always have a pacer set for you, right? Because you are on a journey, you're, you're in a race and the best people, they have pacers, whether it's a car or an actual like, person. Like a heart pacer? <laughs> Not, no, no. My dad has one of those. <laughs> but for real, like you need to have that in front of you. So whether it's you, like your future self in six months or a year, you have to paint the picture of that. Like, what is the future you producing? Revenue-wise, how do you feel? How's your marriage? How's the relationship? Like, you actually paint that picture. You draw it out. You describe it. And you compare yourself today to that person, right? And you continue to grow and you continue to expand. And that's when you see, like, hitting new levels, like you find happiness in that resistance. Because that is clear as day to you. Like you being the ultimate version of yourself and that ultimate version of yourself continues to evolve and expand. So dirty. That's where the happiness is, dude. It's so dirty. Man, this is where lifestyle businesses miss out. If you run a lifestyle business, I can tell you with pretty good accuracy that there are big moments and troughs in your life where you just run out of energy. Mm. Almost 100%. Because, because, not because of you as a person, but because you are so focused on protecting your lifestyle 
The energy doesn't come from that, man. Energy comes from the gym. Energy doesn't come from sitting on the couch with your lifestyle neat and nice and protected. Energy comes from pushing. Energy comes from resistance. Energy comes from other people and focusing on advancing. Man, I, I said this the other day. It's not enough anymore for me to get to the top of the mountain. I'm dragging people with me. Yeah. I want it to be difficult. I revel in the chaos, right? Like, I want it. I want it to be difficult. I want to go up in weight, not stay at the same weight for the next four years, living my little lifestyle dream. You, you, you have no energy if that's your goal. Yeah. It's real it's what it requires of you to do that, to deal with those things, to deal with the conflicts, to deal with the problems, to deal with the issues. Like the requirements for you to be a super badass. Yes. Oh, dude. So you have to invite those things. You have to welcome those things. You have to want those things. So Leslie, Henry, Tyron, Luke, Chris, Richard, Samantha, Seth. We got Dirty Seth in the house today. What's up, Dirty Seth? What's up, buddy? Do you guys have any questions on this? Yeah, dudes. While, while you're t- people are typing in questions, I, I think that this is the, the golden standard on this. Is I want to I wake up every morning dissatisfied. I want to wake up every morning dissatisfied enough to cause me to go out and push and make things happen. I want to wake up every morning. I want to have my goals front of mind. And I want to be aware of the gap between where I want to be and where I am now. I want to be dissatisfied. I want to be dissatisfied. Discontent. Notice I'm not saying like unhappy. I don't want to be depressed. I want to wake up dissatisfied. I want to have something to push for. And I want to go to bed every night satisfied. Completely fully with knowing that I put out the best effort that I could have put yep. out today. So I wake up, we're, we're dissatisfied. We want to go out to the grindstone and push. We want to plow the field, plant the seed, water and harvest, like push, push, push. And I want to go to bed each night satisfied that I exerted my best effort. I left yes. no stone unturned and I wasn't lazy in my pursuits. This is that balance. And the question is like, when you can say I am fully content and completely discontent at the same time, you have a perfect balance. Dude, that's good. So you wake up discontent, you go to sleep content. Yep. That's good, dude. A lot of people are going to be chirping about this. Chirp, 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 chirp. They're going to be chirping. Yeah, exactly like that. That's what I thought you had said. (laughs) The same people who post about their vulnerabilities all the time. Oh, you got to listen to the last episode. Listen to the last episode. Yeah, we're talking about using this as basically a tool as a hack to push beyond where you've pushed before. hundred percent. And you want to notice the people who haven't necessarily dealt with this. Well, I have no judgment here. Okay. I'm just saying what's true and telling it how it is. The people who get to a certain point and they're like, and then I realized I was unhappy. No shit. Like no freaking shit. You're unhappy because we are unhappy when we get to certain levels and we stay there, we have no vision beyond that level. Yep. And what people do is they go off and they get high or whatever and they become all woo-woo and they're like, oh, well, nothing is about, you know, building a business isn't actually the most fulfilling thing. And you've seen this happen to entrepreneur after entrepreneur after entrepreneur. They get to a certain level. They actually cap out their vision and they think the answer is, well, they, they've got to go pivot and do something different. But really, the answer is you just need more vision. We should, yeah. always, we should always have cap space 
beyond our vision so that when we, we arrive at 100K a month, we have more to accomplish. When we arrive at a million a month, we have more to accomplish. People run out of energy because they're so focused backwards or they're yeah. so focused on themselves. And unlimited energy is tapped into being focused on helping other people and always having something to achieve. No questions yeah. though that I see. Yeah, I think it's important too on this, like you find joy in the discontentment. Yep. Right. You fall in love with that process because you're going to wake up tomorrow a better person than you are today because of that process. Dude, I'm happier now than I've ever been in my life, but I'm hungrier now than I've ever been. Yep. Like I'm not happy where I am in every area of my life. Yeah. It's not enough. Bro, you want to you wanna share a little snippet of the Mindset Monday we did a couple weeks ago? Yeah, let's do it. Where we talked about risk equates to more happiness. Mm. I don't know if people can go there right now. You guys want this? If people can handle this, I'll talk about it. It'll probably be in a separate episode anyways. But this was really fascinating. I was hanging out with a buddy in Memphis and he's like, how's your life? I was like, dude, it's amazing. I'm winning on every level. Like for the first time, like every single level of my life, spiritually, physically, my marriage is great. My relationships and my community is great. Like every single level. And I was like, you know, when you get to the place when people ask you, hey, how's your life? And you can say, never been harder, never been better. And those two things can be on the same side of the scale. You've won. Mm. You're winning. They did this. Uh, this is a Isabel. And uh, they did this big like macrobiological evolutionary study. And I don't know the exact name of it, but basically what she was studying is she was studying like reptilian evolution. And then she got into studying like people. And one of the things that like evolutionary biologists are very interested in is like eyesight, eyesight the ability to run because humans don't have a, a lot of advantages realistically, like between me and a bear, like I would die. <laughs> I, don't, I don't have, we don't have like sharp teeth. Like we can't, we can't really run that fast, but we can run a really long time and we have terrific depth perception. That's basically it. <laughs> like those are our advantages. So she was studying how this happened. And here's what she found out is that the correlation, the, the people groups who had the best eyesight correlated with the geographical areas where there were the highest population of predatory snakes. Mm, that's crazy. All right. So what does this mean? It means like people actually evolved strengths and advantages where the risks were the highest. All right. So somebody with risk, there's no snakes going to eat them alive. They probably have less eyesight than somebody who is surrounded by danger. So we were sharing this with clients. It's like, man, if, if, you know, you develop strengths in the areas where you have the most risk. Yeah. And so people are terrified of danger. They're terrified of risk. They're terrified of losing. And what happens as a byproduct, is everyone's weak. Nobody can see straight. Nobody knows how to do risk assessment. Nobody knows how to grow. Nobody knows how to sustain. Everybody's tapping out. Everyone's tired because you look at the last five years of your life and you've avoided every possible scenario for you to get hurt mm. and developed zero advantages. That's good. For those of you who are just joining in, we're talking about the power of poor. Definitely go and rewatch this or go back to the beginning because it's fire. Power of popo. Popo. Mo, mo, mo money. Popo, popo. That's what I got. You want to land this plane real quick, bro? 
Yeah, dude. So I don't think we have any questions. How about you land this plane? I don't don't know how to land it. You know how to land it. I'm just rocking. If you're not having strategic moments in your life where you feel insufficient, then your goals are probably insignificant. Oh, insufficient, insignificant. I didn't even know I had that in me. It's the real deal. You got you to gotta look off and compare yourself to your future potential. And too many people are obsessed with comparing themselves backwards, which will give you a little bit of happiness in the moment, but it will do so at the expense of your long-term energy. And so put yourself into environments where you feel ins- insignificant, insufficient, maybe a little bit poor, maybe a little bit weak. And as a byproduct, that environment will lift you up. That's it, dude. That's cool. great. Cool. Get the money. Right. Adios. Peace. Bye-bye. Thank you.